psychopaths. They're notoriously hostile. They're notoriously extroverted. They're self-confident, they're impulsive, they're aggressive, and some people say they experience mild to moderate anxiety. What do you get when you roll all of those things together into one package when it comes to sex? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Sex and the psychopath. Let's get going. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So it's a well-known fact that psychopaths do not experience great relationships and they don't, they don't give good love. In fact, they don't give love at all because psychopaths are incapable of feeling the, the strong, deep emotions like love. Because there's such a disconnect when it comes to their emotions, psychopaths aren't capable of trusting other people. So if you ever meet a psychopath or, and, you, and you speak to one, you might feel almost, if you're an empath like we are, you, almost, you might feel like a, a coldness or a, a layer between you where you can't quite get them to connect with you in a way that a normal person can. While psychopaths do have sex on a regular-ish basis, depending on the person, and they do engage in various types of romantic relationships, they have sex in a way that's different than most everyone else in the world. So if we look at the most upsetting qualities of a psychopath or the things that are most disconcerting for non-psychopaths, you will find that, as I mentioned at the beginning of this video, they're aggressive, they're hostile, they're extroverted, they're impulsive but self-confident, and they tend to carry around a little bit of anxiety, OCD issues sometimes. While the everyday average psychopath never commits a, an illegal crime, they do kind of tiptoe along ethical lines pretty often, even if they do commit a crime. They may never commit an actual crime, but they certainly will walk through their lives and, and tiptoe on the line of what's ethical, what's not, and blatantly hurt people in their lives without a second thought. They have no guilt, no remorse. They don't feel those things. So the traits of a psychopath tend to be very upsetting to us as empaths and to just people in general, especially when we apply them to sex and relationships. So for most people, sex tends to be both an emotional and a physical connection. It feels intimate to be sex or sexual with someone for most people. But unfortunately for the people who get involved with psychopaths, they don't connect that way. They may appear to when it's convenient for them, just like a standard narcissist, but unfortunately they're not capable of having that sustained, lasting, lifelong, real life connection. Generally, like a standard narcissist, a psychopath is all about just getting his or her own needs met. And this is always done regardless of what it makes other people feel or how other people are affected. And then because the psychopaths aren't generally connected to another person in a mutual, consensual manner, obviously in romantic relationships or otherwise, there are no healthy sexual relationships when it comes to dealing with a psychopath. While they might be super sexy, they might be super good at seducing you into bed, you are you know, by nature, they are psychopaths sort of draw us in because they're so different than other people that we know. And, you know, I'm going to liken this again to that True Blood show uh, on HBO. If you look at the vampires and you look at the fairies, you know, psychopaths, narcissists, they're the vampires. We can't feel them, so we're fascinated by them, just like the fairies can't hear their thoughts, so they're fascinated by them. Just in the same way, the fairies smell and, and, and taste good <laughs> to the vampires because they have this light. Literally, if the vampire eats the fairy, the vampire can walk in the light where the vampire could not otherwise do that. Just in the same fashion, narcissists, by 
and psychopaths by associating with an empath can manipulate them and in some ways also stand in the light. You feel me? The thing is, when it comes to a psychopath, the process is more calculated. It's more of a game in the unhealthy sense than it is for your standard person. It's not so much emotional. It's not so much something that comes from the heart or even from the, the groin. It's something that comes from this place of wanting to win this game. Here's another thing about psychopaths and sex. They are notoriously unfaithful. They are notorious cheaters and they're promiscuous. Whether they're in a relationship or not, they have no concern about who they're sleeping with and how that affects the person they're sleeping with and they certainly don't care how it affects the person they have at home if there is one. They will often have children with random people. They have no problem coercing someone into sex. They have no problem raping people, forcing sex, men and women. And yes, men can be raped as well. Psychopaths often have a raging sexual desire. Their desire is beyond the level of desire that most people experience, even when we're talking about sex addicts. But at the same time, there's a flip side of that in which some psychopaths who have been reported as saying that they don't care about sex. They'll have sex if it's available to them. They don't go around looking for it. They don't, sex to them is not a thing. It's not, it's just a, a means to an end or it's a manipulation tactic or yeah, it's fun sometimes, whatever. They don't have a big issue with it. Psychopaths are very interesting creatures if you don't have to be married to them. So what turns a psychopath on? This one's a little scary. It's power. Sex to a psychopath is a position of power. So if a psychopathic male is going to gain power over a woman, for example, he will have sex with her. Then he knows that she will probably trust him more, give him more money, or whatever other benefit he's going to get out of it, and then you know what? He's going to get it. He's going to get it good and she's going to like it. What happens is that if you have sex with a psychopath, you can become very addicted because they, from all reports, are generally kind of exciting in bed. They, they have this animalistic quality about them that we can't help but enjoy on a base level. It's not a good thing. I mean, maybe it's a good thing during the process of it, but it's not a good thing when it comes down to our own lives being affected by it. But how is it possible that they could be so good in bed if they are good in bed? Well, generally, it's just like everything else. Psychopaths are great actors when it comes to emotion, when it comes to public displays of affection, when it comes to sex in the bedroom, when it comes to acting like they give a crap about somebody. Psychopaths aren't capable of deep emotions, and so they fake it sometimes just to kind of look normal in society. For example, if their grandma died, they might not have a tear to shed, but they may pretend to be super sad and depressed about it in order to appear normal. They practice being normal in some areas that you and I can't even imagine having to pretend to be normal in. For example, you know, when someone we know passes away or, or someone goes through a tragedy, it's our first instinct to reach out and say, I'm so sorry, is there anything I can do to help? And mean it, right? But a psychopath has to practice saying, I'm so sorry to sound like they mean it. I'm so sorry. 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 You see what I'm saying? Psychopaths have to think about it really hard. You know, they may practice it in the mirror to make sure that they sound normal. They may listen to someone say it on television in different ways and pick one. And by the time they get to it, they'll sound absolutely like they mean it. The same goes for professing love to tell, telling someone, oh my God, I'm so in love with you. They can, they'll practice it. They'll watch a movie and, or, or they'll hear a friend say it to someone or they'll listen to something on the internet. This is how you 
you know, enunciate this kind of thing. It's all about mirroring normal people in order to get connected to people for different reasons. So let's say that there is a psychopathic woman and she meets this regular nice guy who happens to have a lot of money. Her goal might be to have sex with him to the point that he trusts her and wants to share some of the money with her. If it is a male psychopath, he may want the same thing. Or he may look for someone who is into rape fantasies, for example. That's another psychopath. Psychopaths tend to enjoy the rape fantasy. They tend to enjoy forced sex. So just stereotypical things because the fact of the matter is every individual person is different. I'm just talking on a statistical basis here. One important thing I think that's really, I just want to pull it out and show it to you one more time, is that psychopaths frequently are digging into everything. Psychopaths are promiscuous, but their promiscuous behavior is not because they're sex addicts. It's not because they're so into getting it. It's not about any of that. You know what it's about? Psychopathic people are, statistically speaking, more likely to be promiscuous. Also, statistically speaking, they are less likely to be associated with commitment to another person, at least actual commitment. They may pretend to commit, but they never, 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 never stop cheating if it's convenient for them. Here's the interesting thing. Psychopaths don't get it the way they do. They don't go running around having sex with everybody because like they're so into it. They go running around having sex with everybody because it's a means to an end, because they always have their eye on a prize, a goal, which may include sex. The goal may include having sex for the purpose of taking the next step, or it may include having sex for the purposes of being in power and in control and dominating a situation. Plus, when a psychopath has sex with a person, stranger or otherwise, it allows them a certain amount of insight into that individual person. It allows them to get close to that person at their most vulnerable moments, in their most vulnerable state. So if someone is lonely, that's how a psychopath jumps in. If someone is feeling sad or depressed or alone in the world, the psychopath goes, oh, that's my kind of person. And they jump right on it because this allows the psychopath to reach out to someone who's most susceptible to abuse, most susceptible to their twisted ideas of what is exciting, of what is healthy or not. And a lot of times how they get in the door is they make the person feel as though they're too good to be true. And the person goes, oh my God, you're too good to be true. Well, the person mirrors, psychopath mirrors back to the person, you're too good to be true too. This is the person I wanted for my whole life, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing. So psychopaths, they're good in bed, right? According to what my research tells me. Uh, psychopaths are hardwired to get it. They're, they're hardwired to have sex. They have a ton of energy. They are always looking for excitement, adrenaline rushes. They need it in order to feel anything at all. Since sex tends to be one of the most stimulating types of human behaviors that we have, psychopaths need it, they want it, they got to, got to have it when it's convenient for one. They want it early, they want it often. They often have sex at very young ages and they often do frequent engagements of sex. Again, I want to point out to you that there are some psychopaths who are totally not sexual, but those are different situations and not always directly connected to biology as the psychopaths that we're speaking about today are. Psychopaths, in addition, why are they so weird? In addition to all those things, they have no guilt and no shame. So they have no problem being weird in bed. They have no problem being like, you know, a man. In fact, I just heard this from a client the other day. Some narcissistic person she had been with who was an abuser actually wanted himself to wear lingerie to bed and wanted her to wear things that allowed her to be performing as the man. Yeah. So whatever. I'm not, I'm not judging anybody's sex lives. I'm not saying it's weird or wrong or bad. What I'm saying is this person was claiming to be an entirely heterosexual male and then it rolled out like this. 
psychopath, I don't know, narcissist, yeah, weird, maybe, they tend to have seriously voracious appetites for sex. They tend to be very strange. Anything goes when it comes to sex. And psychopaths tend to be not pansexual, but any sexual, anytime. What I mean is they'll have sex with men or women, sometimes animals, sometimes other kinds of combinations, and they have no concern for what anyone thinks. There are no societal boundaries for them and no relationship boundaries. So sex with a psychopath ultimately can be awesome and amazing in the moment and then scary and horrible in the moment and never ever ever real long-term relationship kind of sex. Psychopaths can't love. So that's all I've got for you today. Here's the question of the day. Question of the day. What do you think about sex and psychopaths and how would you categorize these people and their desires? Have you ever been with a psychopath in a romantic relationship and how did the sex go for you? Share your thoughts and your comments below and let me know what you think. If you'd like me to talk more about psychopaths in the future, give me a like and leave me a comment on this video, okay? Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. Have a wonderful weekend. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.